give thanks to the beneficent and merciful God, the Father of our Lord, God and Savior, Jesus Christ, for us, helped us, guarded us, accepted us, to heard us, supported us, and has brought us to this hour. Let us also ask the Lord, our God, the Pantator, to guard us in all peace this holy day and all the days of our life. Lord, have mercy. Master, Lord God, the Pantocrator, the Father of our Lord, God, Savior, Jesus Christ, we thank you every day concerning everything and in everything. For you have covered us, helped us, guarded us, you have spared us, supported us, and have brought us to this hour. Lord, Therefore, we ask and entreat your goodness, O lover of mankind, grant us to complete day and all the days of our life and all peace with your fear, all envy, all temptation, all the work of Satan, the counsel of wicked men and the rising up of enemies hidden and manifest, take them away from us people and from this church and from this holy place that is sins which are good and profitable do provide for us, for it is us the authority to tread on serpents and scorpions and upon all the power of the enemy. Come, let us worship the Holy Trinity, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. We are the Christian. And for he is our true God, we have hope in Saint Mary, that God will have mercy on us through her intercessions, our Lord Jesus Christ. I fasted for us forty days and forty nights to save us from our sins, and we too let us fast with purity and righteousness, and let us pray, proclaiming and saying, Our Father who art in heaven. Heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, for thine is the glory forever. Hail to you, O Mary, the beautiful dove who has borne for us God the Lord. Hail to you, O Mary, with the Holy Hail to you, O Mary, the mother of the Holy One, through the intercessions of the Theotokos and Mary. O Lord, grant us the forgiveness of our sins, that we may praise you with your good Father. And the Holy Spirit, for you have come and saved us. Have mercy on us.
Again, let us ask God the one to go toward the Father of our Lord God and Savior Jesus Christ. We ask and entreat your goodness, O lover of mankind. Remember, O Lord, the the sick among your people. You have visited them with mercies and compassion. Heal them, take away from them and from us all sickness and all diseases. The spirit of sicknesses chase away. Those who have long lain in maladies raise up and comfort. Those who are afflicted by unclean spirits set them all free. Those who are in prisons or dungeons, those who are in exile or captivity, those who are held in bitter bondage, O Lord, set them all free and have mercy upon them. For you are he who loosens the bound and lifts up the fallen, the hope of those who have no hope, the help of those who have no helper, the comfort of the faint-hearted, the harbor of those in the storm. All souls that are distressed are bound. Grant them mercy, O Lord. Grant them rest. Grant them refreshment. Grant them grace. Grant them help. Grant them salvation. Grant them the forgiveness of their sins and their iniquities. As for us too, O Lord, the sicknesses of our souls heal and those of our bodies cure. O you, the true physician of our souls and bodies, the bishop of all flesh, visit us with your salvation. Lord, have mercy. Glory of your holy name. Receive them upon your holy rational altar in heaven as a sweet savor of incense before your greatness in the heavens through the service of your holy angels and archangels as you have received the gifts of the righteous able, the sacrifice of our father Abraham and the two mites of the widow. So also receive the thank offerings of your servants, those in abundance or those in scarcity, hidden or manifest, those who desire to offer to you but have none and those who have offered these gifts to you this very day. Give them the incorruptible instead of the corruptible, the heavenly instead of the earthly, the eternal instead of the temporal. Their houses and their stores fill them with every good thing. Surround them, O Lord, by the power of your holy angels and archangels. As they have remembered your holy name on earth, remember them also, O Lord, in your kingdom and in this age too. Leave them not behind. Lord, have mercy. Let us praise with the angels saying, Glory to God in the highest, peace on earth and goodwill toward men. We praise you, we bless you, we serve you, we worship you, we confess you, we glorify you, we to you for your great glory. O Lord, King of heaven, God the Father, the Pontificator, O Lord, the only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit, O Lord God, Lamb of God, Son of the Father, who takes away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. O you who takes away the sins of the world, receive our prayers unto you. Who sits at the right hand of his Father, have mercy on us. You only are the Holy, only the Most High, my Lord Jesus Christ with the Holy Spirit. Glory be to God the Father, amen. Every day I will bless you and I will praise your holy name forever and unto the ages of ages, amen. From the night season my soul wakens early unto you, O my God, for your precepts are a light upon the earth. I was meditating on your ways, for become a helper unto me. In the morning you shall hear my voice, early I will stand before you and you shall see me. Holy God, holy mighty, holy mortal, who is born of the virgin, have mercy on us. Holy God, holy mighty, holy immortal, who is crucified for us, have mercy on us. Holy God, holy mighty, holy immortal, who rose from the dead and sent into the heavens, have mercy on us. Glory to the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, both now and ever and unto the ages of all ages, amen. O Holy Trinity, have mercy on us. Holy Trinity, have mercy on us. Holy Trinity, have mercy on us. 
O Lord, forgive us our sins. O Lord, forgive us our iniquities. O Lord, forgive us our trespasses. O Lord, visit the sick of your people. Heal them for the sake of your holy name. Our fathers and brethren who have fallen asleep, O Lord, repose their souls. O you are without sin, Lord, have mercy on us. O you are without sin, Lord, help us receive our supplications. For yours is the glory, dominion, and triple holiness. Lord, have mercy, Lord, have mercy, Lord, bless us, amen. All be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not to temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. In Christ Jesus our Lord, flies the kingdom, the power, and the glory of forever. Amen. In Christ Jesus our Lord, amen, alleluia. Hail to we ask, O saint, full of glory, the ever-virgin, the Theotokos, mother of Christ. Hail to the Holy Virgin who has brought forth unto us the true light, Christ our God. O Virgin Mary, the Holy Theotokos, the faithful intercessor of the human race. Receive now on behalf of our Christ, whom you bore, that you may grant us forgiveness of our sins. Hail to you. To you, O Righteous Queen, hail to the pride of our race, who has borne for us Emmanuel. We remember us, O for our Lord Jesus Christ, that he may forgive us our your mercies, O oh my Lord, I will praise forever and ever, and from generation to generation I will declare your truth out of my mouth. Make me like the publican who sinned against you. You had compassion upon him and forgave him his sins. Make me like the thief who was crucified at your right hand. He confessed to you and likewise said, O oh my Lord, remember me, O oh my God. Remember me, O oh my King, when you come into your kingdom. For you, O oh my Savior, accepted his confession. You were compassionate to him and sent him to paradise. For I know that you are good, compassionate, and merciful. Remember me in your mercy forever and ever. For you do not desire the death of a sinner, rather he returns and lives. Have pity upon my weakness, and do not look at me in anger. Jesus, my Lord, I have sinned, Jesus, my God, my King, do not count me death. I ask you, O oh my Savior, let your mercies come to me, and save me from the troubles that come to my soul. Fire from my ignorance, like one 
Christ do not destroy me with but, O oh my Lord, deal with me like the people of Nineveh, those who have repented and forgave them their sins. Your mercy is gone to iniquity, and I profess those people with an unceasing voice. Wherefore I entreat you, O Lord God, my Savior, do not judge me, I the weak and sinful. Blessed are you, Mary, the wise and the chaste, the second tabernacle, the spiritual treasure. The spirit of comfort who came upon your son in the waters of Jordan as a type of Noah. For the dove has announced glad tidings unto us about the peace of God which came to mankind. Likewise you, O our hope, the spiritual turtle dove, have brought mercy upon us by carrying him in your womb. He is Jesus Christ, the begotten of the Father. He was born of you for us, setting free our human race. Therefore let us declare first with our hearts and then with our tongues, proclaiming and saying, O oh my Lord Jesus Christ, make a temple in us of your Holy Spirit, ever glorifying you. To you, Virgin, the true righteous Queen, hail to the pride of our race who bore for us Emmanuel. Well, we ask you to remember us, O faithful intercessor, before our Lord Jesus Christ, that he may forgive us our sins. Hail to our Father Paul, the teacher of the world. Hail to the chosen vessel of our Lord and Savior. Pray the Lord on our behalf, O blessed Saint, our teacher Paul the Apostle, that he may forgive us our sins. Watch over us from on high where you dwell. O Lady of us all, the ever-virgin Theotokos, ask him when you have borne our good Savior to take away our afflictions and establish for us his peace. To you, O Virgin, the true righteous Queen, hail to the pride of our race who bore for us Emmanuel. We ask you to remember us, O faithful intercessor, before our Lord Jesus Christ, that he may forgive Give us our sins. Exalt you, Lord of the true light. We glorify you, Saint Theotokos. For you have brought forth unto us the Savior of the whole world. He came and saved our souls. Glory be to you, our Master, our King, Christ, the pride of the apostles, the crown of the martyrs, the joy of the righteous, the firmness of the churches, the forgiveness of sins. We proclaim the Holy Trinity in one Godhead. We worship him, we glorify him. Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy, Lord bless us, amen. We believe in one God, God the Father, the Pontorator creator of heaven and earth and all things seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, begotten of the Father before all ages, light of light, true God of true God, begotten not created, of one essence of the Father, by whom all things are made, who for us men, for our salvation, came down from heaven, was incarnate of the Holy Spirit and of a Virgin Mary, and became man. And he was crucified for us under Pontius Pilate, suffering was buried, 
and on the third day he arose from the dead according to the scriptures. Ascended to the heavens, he sits at the right hand of his Father, and he is coming again as glory to judge the living and the dead, whose kingdom shall have no end. Yes, to believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father, whom the Father and the Son is worshiped and glorified, who spoke by the prophets, and in one holy Catholic and apostolic church, we confess from baptism for remission of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the age to come. Amen. O God, have mercy upon us. Upon us, have compassion upon us. with your salvation and forgive us our sins. And Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy. Say, Father, bless all and with your spirit Master, Lord Jesus Christ, our God, who said to us, Say the honored disciples and holy apostles, many prophets and righteous men, have desired to see the things which you see and have not seen them, and to hear the things which you hear and have not heard them. But as for you, blessed are your eyes, for they see, and your ears, for they hear. May we be worthy to hear and act according to your holy gospels, through the prayers of your saints. Lord, Remember also our Master, all those who have bidden us, remember them in our supplications and prayers which we offer up unto you, O Lord, our God. Those who have already fallen asleep, repose them. Those who are sick, heal them. For you are the life of us all, the salvation of us all, the hope of us all, the healing of us all, and the resurrection of us all. our Father, David, the prophet, may his blessings be upon us all. Amen. Give ear to my prayer, O God, and do not despise my supplication. Attend to me and hear me. I cried out to God, and the Lord heard me. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord of hosts. Bless, O Lord, a reading from the gospel according to our teacher, St. Matthew. May his blessings be with us all. Amen. For the kingdom of heaven is like a landowner who went out early in the morning to hire laborers for his vineyard. Now when he had agreed with the laborers for a denarius a day, he sent them into his vineyard. And he went out about the third hour and saw others standing idle in the marketplace and said to them, you also go into the vineyard, and whatever is right, I will give you. 
And they went, again he went out about the sixth and ninth hour and did likewise. And about the eleventh hour he went out and found others standing idle and said to them, Why have you been standing here idle all day? They said to him, Because no one hired us. He said to them, You also go into the vineyard, and whatever is right you will receive. So when evening had come, the owner of the vineyard said to his steward, Call the laborers and give them their wages, beginning with the last to the first. And when those and when those came who were hired about the eleventh hour, they each received a denarius. But when the first came, they supposed that they would receive more. And they likewise received each a denarius. And when they had received it, they murmured against the landowner, saying, These last men have worked only one hour, and you made them equal to us who have been born the burden and heat of the day. But he answered one of them and said, Friend, I am doing you no wrong. Did you not agree with me for a denarius? Take what is yours and go your way. I wish to give you to give to this last man the same as to you. Is it not lawful for me to do what I wish with my own things? Or is your eye evil because I am good? So the last will be first and the first last, for many are called but few chosen. Blessed be the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, the perfect Trinity, we worship Him and glorify Him. Let us pray, Father, bless and with your Spirit. Again, we ask and entreat your goodness, O lover of mankind. Remember, Lord, the peace of your one, only holy Catholic and apostolic church. Lord, mercy. That which exists from one end of the world to the other, we ask and entreat your goodness, O lover of mankind. Remember, Lord, our Father, the whether it's the second in his part in the Basalic liturgy, our Father, the Metropolitan Abba Serapion. Lord, mercy. In keeping, keep them for us for many years in peaceful times. Remember, Lord, the salvation of this, your holy place, and every place and every monastery of our Orthodox Father. Lord, mercy. In all our cities, countries, and villages, and their adornments, save us from famines, plagues, earthquakes, fire, drowning, the sword of the stranger, the capture of the barbarian. The rising up of heritage. Lord have mercy. Lord, oh Lord, the air of heaven and the fruits of the earth this year to bless them. Lord have mercy. Raise them to their measure according to your grace. Give joy to the face of the earth. May its furrows be abundantly watered and its fruits be plentiful. Prepared for sowing and harvesting. Manage our life as deemed fit. Bless the crown of the year with your goodness for the sake of the poor of your people, the widow, the orphan, the traveler, the stranger, and for the sake of all of us who entreat you and seek your holy name. For the eyes of everyone wait upon you, for you give them their food in due season. Deal with us according to your goodness, O you who give food to all flesh. 
Fill our hearts with joy and gladness that we too having sufficiency in everything always may abound in every good deed. Lord have mercy. Remember graciously accord, O Lord, the air of heaven, the fruits of the earth. Remember, O Lord, our assemblies bless them. Lord have mercy. To your holy and blessed will. Houses of prayer, houses of purity, houses of blessing, grant them, O Lord, to us and to your servants who shall come after us forever. The worship of idols utterly uproot from the world, Satan and all his evil powers trample and humiliate them under our feet speedily. The offenses and their instigators abolish that the dissensions of corrupt heresies seize. The enemies of your holy church, O Lord, as at all times now also humiliate. Strip their vanity, show them their weakness speedily, bring to an author their envies, their intrigues, their madness, their wickedness, and their slanders which they commit against us. O Lord, bring them all to no avail. Disperse their counsel, O God, who disperse the counsel of Achitophel. Amen, Lord, have mercy. Arise, O Lord, God, let all your enemies be scattered, and let all who hate your holy name flee from before your face. But let your people be in blessing, thousands of thousands. Blessed will Lord have mercy. Hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not to temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. In Christ Jesus our Lord, for thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Amen. In Christ Jesus our Lord, before you, O Lord. Peace be with all. O Master, Lord Jesus Christ, your only begotten Son, Lord, the Son of God, is blessed with one of our sins, the Holy Immaculate, and suffer his obedience to the face of his holy disciples and saintly apostles, so to them receive the Holy Spirit, who forgives them of any they are forgiven, as we retain the sins of any they are retained. You also now, our Master, giving grace through your holy apostles to those for time labor in the priesthood of your holy church to forgive sin upon the earth and to bind it to the loose of the law of iniquity. Now also we ask and entreat your goodness, all of our mankind, for your servants, my fathers, my brethren, and my weakness. This bowing down their heads before your holy glory, dispense to us your mercy, loose every bond of our sins. If you have committed any sin against you knowingly or unknowingly through English of heart, deed, or word of faint-heartedness, or master knows the weakness of men, as a good one, lover of mankind, O God, grant us the forgiveness of our sins. Bless us, purify us, absolve us, and all your people. Fill us with your fear and straighten us for your holy good will. For you are our God, is with the glory, the honor, the dominion, and the worship, together with your good Father and the Holy Spirit, the giver of life, who is of one essence with you now and always into the ages of all ages. Then, Lord, have mercy, Lord, have mercy, Lord, have mercy. Amen, alleluia, glory to the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, both now and ever, and unto the ages of all ages. Amen. We proclaim and say, O our Lord Jesus Christ, who fasted for us forty days and forty nights to save us from our sins. Save us and have mercy on us, Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy, Lord bless us, amen. I offer my repentance, bless me, forgive me and say the blessing. In Christ our God. Amen, so it shall be. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not to temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. In Christ Jesus, our Lord, from the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Glory to St. Adam, glory to St. Adam, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God, amen.
Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, both now and ever, to the ages of all ages, and in the prayers of the third and the sixth hours of the blessed day, we offer to Christ our King and our God, beseeching him to forgive us our sins from the Psalms of our Father David, the Prophet, and whom may trust in you, the Solomon. Holy, 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 reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. John. May his blessings be with us all. Amen. When the Comforter, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, has come, he shall teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all things that I have said unto you. My peace I leave with you, my peace I give unto you. Not as the world gives do I give unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. You have heard how I said unto you, I go away and I come again unto you. If you love me, you would rejoice because I said, I go unto the Father, for my Father is greater than I. And now I have told you before it comes to pass, that when it comes to pass, you might believe. I will not talk much with you, for the prince of, the, of this world comes and has nothing in me, but that the world may, may know that I love the Father. And as the Father gave me commandment, so I do. 
Arise, let us go from here. I am the true vine, and my Father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away, and every branch that bears fruit, he prunes, that it may bring forth more fruit. Now you are clean through the world, through the word which I have spoken unto you. Abide in me, and I in you. Glory be to you. Glory be to God forever and ever. I mean, we worship you, O Christ, with the good Father and the Holy Spirit. You have come and saved us, your Holy Spirit, O Lord, and you sent forth upon your holy disciples and honored apostles in the third hour. Do not take away from us a good one, but renew them within us. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Do not cast me away from your presence, and do not take your Holy Spirit away from me. Glory to the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. O Lord, who sent down your Holy Spirit upon your holy disciples and honored apostles in the third hour, do not take him away from us. O good woman, we ask you to renew him within us, O Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, the Word. A right and life-giving spirit, a spirit of prophecy and chastity, a spirit of holiness, righteousness, and authority. O the Almighty One, for you are the light of our souls, O you give light to every man that comes into the world. Have mercy on us. Both now and ever and unto the ages of all ages. Amen. Theotokos, you are the true vine who bore the cluster of life. We ask you, full of grace with the apostles for the salvation of our souls. Blessed is the Lord our God, blessed is the Lord day by day. He prepares our way for his God of our salvation. Both now and ever and unto the ages of all ages. Amen. O heavenly King, the comfort of the spirit of truth who is present in all places and fills all the treasury of good things and the life giver. Graciously come and dwell on us and purify us from all the family of the good one and save our souls. Glory to the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Just as you were with your disciples, O Savior, and gave them peace, graciously come also and be with us and grant us your peace and save us and deliver our souls. Both now and ever and unto the ages of all ages. Amen. Whenever we stand in your holy sanctuary, we are considered standing in heaven. O Theotokos, you are at the gate of heaven. Open for us the gate of mercy. Holy God, holy, mighty, holy, immortal, who is born of the Virgin, have mercy on us. Holy God, holy, mighty, holy, immortal, who is crucified for us, have mercy on us. Holy God, holy, mighty, holy, immortal, who ruled us from the dead and descended into the heavens, have mercy on us. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, both now and ever, and to the ages of all ages. Amen. Holy Trinity, have mercy on us. Holy Trinity, have mercy on us. Holy Trinity, have mercy on us. Lord, forgive us our sins. O Lord, forgive us our iniquities. O Lord, forgive us our trespasses. O Lord, visit the sick of your people. Heal them for the sake of your holy name. Our fathers and brethren who have fallen asleep, O Lord, repose their souls. O you are without sin, Lord, have mercy on us. O you are without sin, Lord, help us and receive our supplications. Yours is the glory, the dominion, your triple holiness. Lord, have mercy, Lord, have mercy, Lord, bless us, amen. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not to temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. In Christ Jesus, our Lord, from the eyes of the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever, amen. Hail to Yeskyo, O Saint, full of glory, the ever-Virgin, the Theotokos, Mother of Christ. Lift up our prayers unto your beloved Son, that he may forgive us our sins. Hail to the Holy Virgin, who has brought forth unto us the true light, Christ our God. Ask the Lord on our behalf, that he may have mercy in our souls and forgive us our sins. O Virgin Mary, the Holy Theotokos, the faithful intercessor of the human race, intercede on our behalf before Christ, whom we have born, that he may grant us the forgiveness of our sins. Hail to you, O Virgin, the right and true Queen. Hail to the pride of our race, who bore to us Emmanuel. We ask you to remember us, our faithful advocate, O our Lord Jesus Christ, that he may forgive us our sins. 
Holy, 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 the gospel according to our teachers, say Matthew, may his blessings be with us all, amen. And seeing the multitudes, he went up on a mountain, and when he was seated, his disciples came to him, and he opened his mouth and taught them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called sons of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when they revile you and persecute you and say all, the, all kinds of evil against you falsely for my sake. Rejoice and be exceedingly glad, for great is your reward in heaven. For so they persecuted the prophets who were before you. You are the salt of the earth, but if the salt loses its flavor, how shall it be seasoned? It is then good for nothing but to be thrown out and trampled underfoot by men. You are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden, nor do they light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a lampstand. And it gives light to all who are in the house. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father who is in heaven. Glory be to God forever. Amen. We worship you, Christ, with your good Father and the Holy Spirit. For you have come and saved us. Have mercy on us. O you, who on the sixth day and in the sixth hour was nailed to the cross for the sin which our father Adam dared to commit in paradise, tear the handwriting of our sins, O Christ our God, and save us, I cry to the Lord, and he heard me. God, hear my prayer, and do not refuse my petition. Be attentive to me, and hear me in the evening, in the morning, and at midday. I say my words, and he hears my voice, and delivers my soul in peace. Glory to the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. O Jesus Christ, thou art God, who was nailed to the cross in the sixth hour, and killed him by the tree, and by your death you made alive the dead man whom you created with your own hands, and had died in sin, put to death our pains by your healing and life-giving passions. And by the nails with which you were nailed, rescue our minds from thoughtlessness of the earthly deeds and worldly lusts, through the remembrance of your heavenly commandments, according to your compassion. Both now and ever, and unto the ages of all ages. Amen. Since we have no favor, nor excuse, or justification because of our many sins, we through you implore to him who was born of you, O Teotokos the Virgin. We're abundant and acceptable is your intercession with our Savior, O pure Mother. Do not exclude sinners from your intercession with him whom you bore. For he is merciful and able to save us because he suffered for us to deliver us. Let your compassion speedily reach us, for, you are, for we are exceedingly humbled. Help us, O God, our Savior, for the glory of your name. O Lord, deliver us and forgive us our sins for the sake of your holy name. Both now and ever and unto the ages of all ages. Amen. You wrought salvation in the midst of all the earth, O Christ our God. As you stretch your holy hands on the cross, therefore all nations cry out, saying, Glory be to you, O Lord. Glory to the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. We worship your incorruptible person, O good one, asking for the forgiveness of our sins, O Christ our God. For of your will you were pleased to be lifted onto the cross to deliver those whom you created from the bondage of the enemy. We cry out to you and give thanks to you, for you have filled all with joy, O Savior, when you came to help the world. Lord, glory be to you. Both now and ever. You are she who is full of grace, O Theotokos the Virgin. We praise you, for through the cross of your Son, Hades fell down and death was abolished. We were dead, but we are raised and became worthy of eternal life and gained the delight of the first paradise. Therefore, we thankfully glorify the immortal Christ our God. We exalt you, the mother of the true light. We glorify you, O Saint the Theotokos, brought forth unto us the Savior of the whole world. He came and saved our souls. Glory be to you, our Master, our King. 
Christ the pride of the apostles, the crown of the martyrs, the joy of the righteous, the forgiveness of sins. We proclaim the Holy Trinity in one Godhead. We worship Him, we glorify Him. Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy, Lord bless us, amen. We believe in one God, God the Father, the Pontificator, creator of heaven and earth and all things seated and unseen. We believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, begotten of the Father before all ages, light of light, true God of true God, begotten, not created, of one essence of the Father, by whom all things are made, who for us men and for our salvation came down from heaven, was incarnate of the Holy Spirit and of the Virgin Mary and became man, and he was crucified for us under Pontius Pilate, suffered and was buried. On the third day he rose from the dead, according to the scriptures, ascended to the heavens, he sits at the right hand of his Father, and he is coming again as glorious judge of the living and the dead, whose kingdom shall have no end. Yes, we believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father, who the Father and Son is worshipped and glorified. Spoke by the prophets of one holy Catholic and apostolic church, we confess some baptism for the of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the age to come. Amen. Son, 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 Son and the Holy Spirit. 
peace and edification be unto the one only holy Catholic and apostolic Church of God. Amen. Remember, O Lord, those who have brought to you these gifts, those on whose behalf they have been brought, and those by whom they have been brought. Give them all the heavenly reward. Pray for these holy and precious gifts, our sacrifices, and those who bring them, Lord, have sacrifices and the offerings, receive them to yourself, Alleluia. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God, blessed be God, the Father, the Pantocrator. Blessed be his only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Blessed be the Holy Spirit, the Paraclete. One is the Holy Father, one is the Holy Son, one is the Holy Spirit. Amen. Blessed be the Lord God forever. Amen. Praise the Lord, all your nations. Laud them, all your peoples, for his mercy has been extensive toward us. And the truth of the Lord abides forever. Amen. Alleluia. Glory to the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, both now and ever and unto the ages of all ages. Amen. Alleluia. Let us pray, Father. Stand up for prayer. With your Let us give thanks to the beneficent and merciful God, the Father of our Lord God and Savior, Jesus Christ. For he has covered us, helped us, guarded us, accepted us to himself, spared us, supported us and has brought us to this hour. Let us also ask in the Lord our God, the Pantocrator, to guard us in all peace this holy day and all the days of our life. Let us pray. Lord, have mercy. O Master, Lord God, the Pantocrator, the Father of our Lord God and Savior, Jesus Christ, we thank you for 
everything concerning everything and in everything. For you have covered us, helped us, guarded us, accepted us to yourself, spared us, supported us, and have brought us to this hour. Pray that God may have mercy and compassion on us. Hear us, help us, and accept the supplications and prayers of his saints for that which is good on our behalf at all times, and make us worthy to partake of the communion of his holy and blessed mysteries for the remission of our sins. Lord, have mercy. Therefore, we ask and entreat your goodness, O lover of mankind. Grant us to complete this holy day and all the days of our life in all peace with your fear, all envy, all temptation, all the work of Satan, the counsel of wicked men and the rising up of enemies hidden and manifest. Take them away from us and from all your people. And from this table and from this holy place that is yours, but those things which are good and profitable do provide for us. For it is you have given us the authority to shred on serpents and scorpions and upon all the power of the enemy. Servants, ministers of this day, the priests, the archdeacon, the archdeacon, the deacons, the clergy, all your people, my weak self, be absolved from the mouth of the All Holy Trinity, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, from the mouth of the one only Holy Catholic and Apostolic Church, from the mouths of the twelve apostles, from the mouth of the beholder of God, the evangelist, Saint Mark, the Holy Apostle and Martyr, the patriarch, Saint Severus, our teacher, Dioscorus, Saint Athanasius, the Apostolic, Saint Peter, the Holy Martyr and High Priest, Saint John Chrysostom, Saint Cyril, Saint Basil, Saint Gregory, from the mouths of the three hundred and eighteen assembled at Nicaea, the one hundred and fifty at Constantinople. The 200 at Ephesus, from the mouth of our honor father, the Patriarch Pope of the II, from the mouth of his partner, Apostolic Liturgy, our father, the Metropolitan of Asadabion, from my abject, from my abject self, being the least, for blessed and full of glory, is your holy name, O Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, both now and ever, and to the ages of all ages. Amen. Save the men, and with your spirit, the is the 
sessions of the Theotokose Mary, O Lord, grant us the forgiveness through the intercessions of the seven archangels and the heavenly orders, O Lord, grant us the forgiveness of our sins through the prayers of my lords and fathers, the apostles, and the rest of the disciples. Lord, grant us the forgiveness of our sins through the prayers of the blessed Saint, our teacher, Paul the Apostle, Lord, through the prayers of the beholder of God, the evangelist Mark, the Apostle, O Lord. Grant us the forgiveness of our sins through the prayers of the victorious martyr, my Lord, the Prince Saint George, O Lord. Grant us the forgiveness of our sins through the prayers of our Holy Father, the Patriarch of Akirillos the Sixth. Grant us the forgiveness of our sins through the prayers of the saints of this day, each one according to their names. Grant us the forgiveness of our sins through their prayers. Keep the life of our honored Father, the Patriot, Arkabatawadaroso, Lord, through their prayers, keep the life of our honored Father, the Metropolitan Abbasi. Oh, Lord, grant us the forgiveness of our sins. We worship you, O Christ, with your good Father and the Holy Spirit for you. 
have come and saved us. Have mercy on us. I've heard you, and in the day of salvation, I have helped you. Behold, now is the accepted time. Behold, now is the day of salvation. We give no offense in anything, that our ministry may not be blamed, but in all things we, com we commend ourselves as ministers of God, in much patience, in tribulations, in needs, in distress, in stripes, in imprisonments, in tumults, in distress, in labors, in sleepness, in fastings, by purity, by knowledge, by long-suffering, by kindness, by the Holy Spirit, by sincere love, by the word of truth, by the power of God, by the armor of righteousness on the right hand, on the left, and on the left, by honor and dishonor, by evil report and good report, as deceivers and yet true, as unknown and yet well-known, as dying and behold we live, as chastened and yet not killed, as sorrowful yet always rejoicing, as poor yet making many rich, as having nothing and yet possessing all things. All Corinthians, we have spoken openly to you. Our heart is wide open. You are not restricted by us, but you are restricted by your own affections. Now in return for the same, you also be open. In the grace of God, the Father, be with us all. Amen. Catholic epistle from the epistle of our teacher James, his blessings be upon us all, amen. My brethren, let not many of you become teachers, knowing that we shall receive a stricter judgment. For we stumble in many things. If anyone does not stumble in word, he is a perfect man, able also to bridle the whole body. Indeed, we put bits in horses' mouths that they may obey us, and we turn their whole body. Look also at ships, although they are so large and are driven by fierce winds, they are turned by a very small rudder wherever the pilot desires. Even so, the tongue is a little member and boasts great things. See how a great forest, a little fire kindles. And the tongue is a fire, a world of iniquity. The tongue is so set among our, um, among our members that it defiles the whole body and sets on fire the course of nature. And it is set on fire by hell. For every kind of beast and bird, of reptile and creature of the sea is tamed and has been tamed by mankind. But no man can tame the tongue. It is an unruly evil, full of deadly poison. With it we bless our God, the Fa our God and Father, and with it we curse men who have been made in the similitude of God. Out of the same mouth proceed blessing and cursing. My brethren, these things ought not to be so. Does a spring send forth fresh water and bitter from the same opening? Can a fig tree, my brethren, bear olives or a grapevine bear figs? Thus no spring can yield both salt water and fresh. Do not love the world, nor the things which are in the world. The world shall pass away in all its desires, but he who does the will of God shall abide forever. Amen.
The Acts of our fathers, the apostles, their holy blessings be with us all. Amen. Now after five days, Ananias the, pre- the high priest came down with the elders and a certain orator named Tertullus. These gave evidence to the governor against Paul. And when, he called, when, and when he was called upon, Tertullus began his accusation, saying, Seeing that through you we enjoy great peace and prosperity is being brought to, to this nation by your foresight, we accept it always and in all places, most noble Felix, with all thankfulness. Nevertheless, not to be tedious to you any further, I beg you to hear by your courtesy a few words from us. For we have found this man a plague, a creator of dissension among all the Jews throughout the world and a ringleader of the sect of the Nazarenes. He even tried to profane the temple, and we seized him, and wanted to judge him according to our law. But the commander Lysias came by, and with great violence took him out of our hands, commanding his accusers to come to you. By examining him yourself, you may ascertain all these things of which we accuse him. And the Jews also assented, maintaining that these things were so. Then Paul, after the governor had nodded to him to speak, answered, Inasmuch as I know that you have been for many years a judge of this nation, I do the more cheerfully answer for myself, because you may ascertain that, this is, that it is no more than twelve days since I went up to Jerusalem to worship. And they neither found me in the temple disputing with anyone, nor inciting the crowd, either in the synagogues or in the city. Now they, now, nor can they prove the things of which they now accuse me. But this I confess to you, that according to the way of which they call a sect, So I worship the God of my fathers, believing all things which are written in the law and in the prophets. I have hope in God, which they they themselves also accept, and that there will be a resurrection of the dead, both of the just and the unjust. This being so, I myself strive, strive to have a conscience without offense toward God and men. Now, after many years, I came to bring alms and offerings to my nation, in the midst of which some Jews from Asia found me purified in the temple neither with a multitude nor with tumult. They ought to have been here before you to object if they had anything against me. Or else let those who are here themselves say if they found any wrongdoings in me while I stood before the council, unless it is for this one statement which I cried out, standing among them, concerning the resurrection of the dead, I am being judged by you this day. But when Felix heard these things, having more accurate knowledge of the way, he adjourned the proceedings and said, When Lysias the commander comes down, I will make a decision on your case. So he commanded the centurion to keep Paul and to let him have liberty, and told him not to forbid any of his friends to provide for him or visit him. The word of the Lord shall grow, multiply, be mighty, and be confirmed in the Holy Church of God. Amen. May God begin it first in goodness, renew it first in peace and tranquility, while our sins and iniquities are forgiven. Through the tender mercies of our Lord, O my fathers and my brethren, amen. On this day, St. Dioscorus was martyred at the time of the Arabs. He was from Alexandria and was brought up as Christian. But for unexplained reason, he left the faith of his fathers and adopted the faith of the Arabs. He had a married sister in the city of Fayum. When she knew what her brother did, she sent a letter to him saying, I would have preferred that the news had come to me telling me that you had died a Christian. And I would have rejoiced then that the news that reached me that you are not dead, and you have abandoned the faith of Christ your God. At the end, she said, know know that this letter marks the end of the relation between you and me, and from this time on, do not show me your face and do not write me. When he had read his sister's letter, he whipped bitterly, and he smote his face and tore his beard. Then he rose in haste and girded up his loins, 
prayed, entreating God fervently, and made the sign of the cross over himself. He went out of his house and wandered about in the city. When the Muslims saw him in, his, in this condition, they brought him to the governor who asked him, You have left Christianity and joined our religion, so what happened to you? He replied, saying, I have been born Christian, and I shall die Christian, and I do not know except this. The governor threatened him, beat him, and inflicted great pain upon him, and when he did not change his opinion, he shut him up in prison. The governor sent to the Khalifa of Egypt, presenting his case to him. The Khalifa ordered the governor to offer him leaving to offer him leaving the faith of the Christians and entering the faith of the Khalifa if he obeyed to give him much if he obeyed to give him much money and to reward him otherwise to burn him the governor brought him out of jail and asked him to deny his faith but he refused saying i told you before that i have been born christian and i shall die christian he ordered him to be burned they dug a large pit outside the city and they filled it with wood and they set fire in it when the flames of the fire mounted up to a great height, they casted him in the pit after they had, been, after they had beaten him sorely and, and gashed his body with knives. He received the crown of martyrdom in the, king, in the kingdom of heaven. May his prayers be with us all. Amen. On this day also is the commemoration of the departure of St. Theodosius, the confessor, bishop of Corinth, which on the island of, on this island of Cyprus. Julius, the governor of this island, who had been appointed by Diocletian, had had him brought before him. He demanded from him to deny the Lord Christ and to raise incense to the idols. When he did not obey his orders, he removed off the saint's garments and lashed him painfully with whips made of buffalo hide, hanged him from his arms, and combed his body with steel combs, inflicting him with gashes all over his body. Then they tied to his legs long iron bands and dragged him to prison. He remained in prison until God perished Diocletian and Constantine the righteous emperor reigned. He who released him among all those who had been jailed for the sake of faith. St. Theodosius returned to his episcopal seat and tended his flock that he was entrusted with. Well, until he departed in peace, may his intercessions be with us all, and glory be to God forever. Amen.
Jesus Christ, our God, who said to us in the honored disciples and holy apostles, many prophets and righteous men, have desired to see the things which you see and have not seen them, and to hear the things which you hear and have not heard them. But as for you, blessed are your eyes, for they see, and your ears, for they hear. May we be worthy to hear and to act according to your holy gospels, through the prayers of your saints. Remember also, O our Master, those who have bidden us to remember them in our supplications and prayers which we offer up unto you, O Lord, our God. Those who have already fallen asleep, repose them. Those who are sick, heal them. For you are the life of us all, the salvation of us all, the hope of us all, the healing of us all and the resurrection of us all. A psalm of David, Alleluia. Do not remember our old transgressions. Let your tender mercies speedily prevent us for we are greatly impoverished. Help us, O God, our Savior, for the glory of your name. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord of hosts. Bless, O Lord, a reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Luke. Glory to you, O Lord. Then he said, a certain man had two sons, and the younger of them said to his father, Father, give, give me my portion of good that falls to me. So he divided to them his livelihood, and not many days after, the younger son gathered all together, journeyed to a far country, and there wasted his possessions with prodigal living. But when he had spent all, there arose a severe famine in that land, and he began to be in want. Then he went and joined himself to a citizen of that country, and he sent him into his fields to feed the swine. 
And he would gladly have filled his stomach with the pods that the swine ate, and no one gave him anything. But when he came to himself, he said, How many of my father's hired servants have bread enough to spare, and I perish with hunger? I will arise and go to my father and will say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you, and I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me like one of your hired servants. And he arose and came to his father. But when he was still a great way off, his father saw him and had compassion and ran and fell on his neck and kissed him. And the son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and in your sight and am no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father said to his servants, Bring out the best robe and put it on him, and put a ring on his hand and sandals on his feet, and bring the fatted calf here and kill it, and let us eat and be merry. For this my son was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. And they began to be merry. Now his older son was in the field, and as he came and drew near to the house, he heard music and dancing. So he called one of the servants and asked what these things meant. And he said to him, Your brother has come, and because he has received him safe and sound, your father has killed the fatted calf. But he was angry and would not go in. Therefore his father came out and pleaded with him. So he answered and said to his father, Lo, these many years I have been serving you. I never transgressed your commandment at any time, and yet you never gave me a young goat that I might make merry with my friends. But as soon as this son of yours came, he has devoured, who has devoured your livelihood with harlots, you killed the fatted calf for him. And he said to him, Son, you are always with me, and all that I have is yours. It was right that we should make merry and be glad. For your brother was dead and is alive and was lost and is found. Glory be to God forever. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God. I mean, today is the Sunday of the prodigal son and the Holy Great Lent. But before um, I say a few brief words about the gospel this morning, because I, I don't want to let this week pass without us saying something about this beautiful gospel, which uh, presents to us one of the most profound um, explanations of who God is to his people. Um, but of course, I don't also want to ignore uh, what's been going on uh, in the last couple of weeks, especially in the last 48 hours um, with so much of the, the news stories regarding the coronavirus and how we all might be feeling and trying to deal with uh, the bombardment of information. Um, I just want to um, remind us uh, that our Lord gave us an example that on the night of his um, on the night of his arrest, on the night of his, the beginning of his passion, and that night of the Last Supper, we recall that he uh, said to his disciples, let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. These were some of the last words that he left with them um, before they entered into a, a dark night for them, for their, in their lives. And then the first thing he said to them after the resurrection, if you recall, 
was peace be with you when he entered into, through the doors in the upper room. And so he left them with a message of hope and he returned to them, uh, reminding them to maintain that peace which comes from above. So we can, of course, um, identify to some extent with perhaps what the apostles were feeling on that night, that anxiety, that fear, that uh, sense of not knowing what's going to happen tomorrow or the next week. There's a lot of instability. Even our leaders now are not necessarily comforting in their words. So we don't know. Um, our emotions are, are a little bit turbulent right now. And so I'm sure just as it is with me, it is with you, that our hearts are a little bit troubled. And that's okay. Christ is not telling us uh, that we shouldn't be troubled by the things happening around us, but he's asking us to go deeper uh, within ourselves to find that anchor that helps us to deal with the turmoil that's surrounding us, whether it be physical illness or instability or political chaos or whatever it might be. He's saying don't let that anxiety cause you to be totally isolated and paralyzed, powerless and overwhelmed um, and disconnected and just stuck within your own negative thoughts. But he's telling us that there is an anchor in our soul, which is that anchor of hope. And that's what St. Paul talks about also in his epistles to the Hebrews, that hope is the anchor of the soul, just like the anchor of a ship keeps it from being tossed in the storm on the sea. And in the same way, uh, as Christians, hope means for us very simply, uh, of course we can say much more about hope, but very simply it means that God is there tomorrow, He is there the next day, He is there to meet us in whatever challenges we face, He's there to, to be with us and accompany us and to fulfill His promises for us and whatever we encounter um, in our future. So this is a time for us as Christians to spread faith, to spread hope, and to spread love. Uh, it's a perfect opportunity for us to try to be an example of love because we see a lot of um, inward selfishness that takes place in times of fear, right? And we see that in the way people are shopping, the way people are treating one another, um, where it's a kind of a dog-eat-dog -dog world, and everybody begins to, to turn in on themselves and forget um, their neighbor. So. This is an opportunity for us. Um, I want to also say that we shouldn't assume, as some people like to do in the circumstances like this, to go on Facebook and to be, everybody has become a theologian and to begin to theologize about why this is happening. And there are many people who are convinced of why this is happening and it's a God's punishment and it's this and that. And I think we need to avoid all those kinds of um, assumptions. There's a very telling story. Of course, you know the story of the man born blind when they asked Jesus, who sinned, this man or his parents? And Jesus said, neither this man nor his parents sinned. So don't assume his blindness was because of sin. In the same light, there's a, a telling passage from the Gospel of St. Luke, chapter 13. It says that there were present at that season some who told him about the Galileans whose blood Pilate had mingled with their sacrifices. And Jesus answered and said to them, do you suppose that these Galileans were worse sinners than all other Galileans because they suffered such things? I tell you no, but unless you repent, you will all likewise perish. Or those 18 on whom the tower in Siloam fell and killed them, do you think that they were worse sinners than all other men who dwelt in Jerusalem? I tell you no, but unless you repent, you will all likewise perish. It's kind of a confused, 
confusing passage because we don't understand the context of what Jesus is talking about. But clearly, the, those who were present with him understood what he was talking about. It seems that there was two events that had taken place at that time. One was a group of Galilean pilgrims who were in Jerusalem um, that uh, were massacred, and another, uh, an unfortunate group of people who were, uh, who a, a tower had collapsed on and crushed to death in, in Jerusalem. So Jesus is saying to them, do you think that those who were massacred were massacred because they were sinners more than you are? Or do you think that those on whom the tower fell upon and crushed and killed, are they more sinners than you are? He says, no. But at least learn, he says, from the destruction that happens around you to prepare yourself in the right way to repent and to avoid a more serious destruction, which is the destruction of your soul. So he's at least telling us one thing that we can take for sure, which is that everything that happens around us can remind us of what's important, can remind us of how to repent and to return to God and to prepare ourselves, for we do not know what our own end is and when that will come. The other thing I want to mention, because um, the church is kind of in a delicate position now in terms of uh, not appearing to encourage large gatherings, but at the same time to celebrate the Eucharist. And I want to say that there's one thing that we absolutely cannot uh, give up during this time, which is the Holy Eucharist. Now, I'm not talking about uh, encouraging for you when to come and when not to come, and I know I'm speaking to, there's a lot of people who are watching on live stream today. I'm not encouraging you when to come and when not to come. I'm not saying that you should fill the churches on Sunday as a show of defiance or anything like that. On the contrary, the, our bishop has given us instructions that we'll, after I finish, we'll give some of those instructions to spread out those who would like to come to take Holy Communion throughout the week. And please, even on the weekdays that we have divine liturgies, uh, late in the afternoon, you can arrange with the priest to modify, uh, and I'm saying this as your pastor, to modify the fasting as needed so that you can take communion even on those late afternoons if you're unable normally to fast those hours. Um, so we don't want you to feel that you have to come on Sunday if you need to take Holy Communion. You can come on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and now that everybody seems to be more flexible with their work schedule and the children are home, we encourage that to be something that you practice. But the, but the Eucharist is the continuation of the incarnation in the world. When, when we say in the Divine Liturgy that Jesus manifested himself to us who were sitting in darkness in the shadow of death, it is precisely because we are sitting in darkness in the shadow of death that we need his presence in the world. And so if we are entering into a difficult time in our own lives, in our own country, this is precisely the time that the Eucharist has to be available even if it's just Abun and myself praying, but the Eucharist has to be present. The Eucharist has to, the sacrifice of the Eucharist has to be manifest in this dark time, in this time of the shadow of death, because it is the manifestation of the love of God for the world. We call the Eucharist a sacrifice. It is a bloodless sacrifice, but it is a real sacrifice. And it is a, re a representation, a re-entering into the sacrifice of Christ on the cross, in which he manifested God's love for the world. So every time this Eucharist is offered, we are manifesting this great love of God for the whole world, for the life of the world. One of the saints said, 
it would be easier for the world to survive without the sun in the sky than to do so without the holy liturgy. It would be easier for the world to, to survive without the sun in the sky than to do so without the holy liturgy. The liturgy sustains the cosmos. It sustains the world, even if we don't understand it with our minds. But the holy liturgy is what holds back, even the saints say, the wrath of God and manifests his great love for mankind. And so it is precisely in these days that even if we are underground in bunkers, we need to celebrate the divine liturgy. That doesn't mean that we take away from prudence and how to spread ourselves out and how to remind ourselves that we don't have to come to every liturgy perhaps. We don't need to take communion several times a week, but we need the, the Eucharist to be present. And even for those who are watching on live stream, I encourage that they are praying with us at this moment, at this time, and throughout the week that they are able to stand in their family rooms or living rooms and to, to focus on this sacrifice and to, to, to lift up their hearts, as we say, in the divine liturgy. It is here where, again, we receive all of our consolation. The saints and the angels, they join us. They accompany us in our difficult times. We are interacting with the heavenly and the divine liturgy, and there's an exchange that takes place between our temporal life and all of our sacrifices and the divine things that God wants to give us. As we read in the gospel today, and maybe this will be just a way to say something about the gospel today, that our, the Lord said to the older son, he says, son, you are always with me and all that I have is yours. All that I have is yours. Right? And so the, the Eucharist, reminds us that all that God has and all that he is, he wants to give us, right? So this is a time in which we need more and more that presence of, of the Eucharist, the presence of the divine liturgy in this uh, troublesome time that we're living through. I'll just say a, brief, a, a few brief comments about the gospel. I had prepared a more complete sermon, but I think because I also want Abuna to speak a little bit about the instructions given to us by the diocese, I will just say something to kind of relate to what I said just now. You want the complete sermon? Okay. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God, amen. In the Gospel of St. Luke, in the beginning we read, Then all the tax collectors and the sinners drew near to him to hear him. And the Pharisees and scribes complained, saying, This man receives sinners and eats with them. So he spoke this parable to them, saying, so this is the beginning of the, the 15th chapter of St. Luke's Gospel. The scene is that the tax collectors and the Pharisees uh, are having this kind of confrontation. The Pharisees are not happy that Jesus is inviting, being invited to sinners' homes, that he's uh, inviting them to be near to him. And so they are complaining to the Lord about his acceptance and openness to how they view these people as sinners. So he gives them three parables. The three parables are the parable of the lost sheep, the parable of the lost coin, and the parable of the lost son, which we read in the gospel today, beginning with the 11th uh, verse. Um, and the important thing for us to begin with when we meditate on this gospel is that the shepherd uh, who leaves the 99 sheep uh, rejoices when he finds the one, and he carries it on his shoulders with great exuberation and excitement. And the woman who lost the one silver coin out of the ten, when she finds it, 
she celebrates and she invites others to celebrate in that joy. And then likewise in the gospel today of the prodigal son, the father, when he receives his lost son, he rejoices and he celebrates and he invites those to celebrate. And Jesus in all three talks about how every time one of us returns to God, all of heaven rejoices. All of the angels and all of the saints in heaven rejoice. But the central figure in all of these three parables is God. It's not us. And this is very important for us to meditate on. He does everything he can to recover what's lost. All of those who have been lost, whether to temptation or to negligence or whatever it might be, it is he who is the good shepherd who goes seeking the lost sheep. It is he who is like that, uh, that housewife who sweeps the house until she finds that lost coin. And it is he who is the father who is waiting outside, looking into the horizon, waiting just to get a glimpse of every person who walks by in the horizon to see if perhaps this one person might be his son returning. So God is the center of all of these three parables. He is the actor. He is the, the subject. And he is the one who does all of the work. Even though the son, yes, begins his journey back home, but it is the father who receives him from, from, from a great distance, running to him and receives him back and completes um, all of what is needed for the restoration of the son. And so we see that in the gospel today, mercy swallows misery. Mercy swallows misery. The, the, the shepherd, full of concern for the strayed sheep, again, and the housewife searching for the precious coin, and the father running out to meet his homecoming son, all of these tell us about how much God labors and how much he's working and how much he is um, offering on a regular basis, opportunities for us to just look up and recognize him, to just remember him, to just return to him. And he completes everything, but he needs our cooperation. So uh, one of the great quotes from Sister Ruth Burroughs, whom I've quoted to you many times before, she says, you know, sometimes we think that the way it works is that God is waiting for us to beg him for forgiveness, and then if we've repented strongly enough, then he relents and forgives us. That somehow God is like, we have to change him, to put him in a good mood, if you will, in order for him to forgive us. And she says, she says, not once in the Gospels, to my knowledge, she says, is it stated that Jesus ever said, I forgive you your sins. Think about that. She said, and yet we assume that Jesus is saying, I forgive you your sins, as if Jesus somehow is moved by the repentance of somebody and then says, okay, now I forgive you. But, she says, what the gospel says is that Jesus simply says, your sins are forgiven. Now, what is, why does she make that distinction? Why is that important? She says, for, for me, this is profoundly significant. We must recall the truth that Jesus was always listening to the Father, looking to the Father. Inevitably, all that Jesus thought, said, and did mirrored and embodied how God is to us. Jesus is the image of the Father. He is the mirror of the Father. Everything that Jesus says is simply a reflection of his Father. And so he says, I only do what I see the Father doing. I only do what I see the Father doing. So when he says, 
your sins are forgiven, he is not saying that you have moved me to relent and forgive you. He's saying to us that we should simply be aware of God's open arms, that when you turn to God, your sins are forgiven. His mercy is already there. His forgiveness is already offered. And soon as you turn to him and accept that, it is yours. So Jesus is not saying, I forgive you in the sense of, you know, I'm, being, I'm relenting from a previous position. But he's saying, since you are turning to God, since you are looking for God, I declare to you that your sins are forgiven. God's arms are open to us always. And he wants us just to walk into those open arms. Right? And so mercy precedes even repentance. His mercy is there even before we repent. Remember, it says, while the sun was still a great way off, while the sun was still a great way off, right? So the father has been standing. He's been looking. He's been waiting. He's been ready to run, ready to move. So his mercy is already acting before the son even comes to himself. The mercy of God is already there working in us, stirring us to turn to him. And so it says he ran to the boy. Remember that the son was walking home, but the father ran. The son in his repentance was slow, was weak, but the father in his mercy was quick and was powerful and strong. So while even our repentance moves slowly and inadequately, the mercy of God is speedy, quick, and, and, and perfect. The incredible mercy of God, one uh, father said, should be our greatest motivation for repentance. So mercy precedes repentance. What motivates us to repentance is not fear, but mercy. The incredible mercy of God should be our greatest motivation for repentance. Even when we have wandered off a great distance, before we manage to stretch out our hand for help, God's own outstretched hand is already extended towards us. Before we even look to him, he has already been looking at us, waiting for us. And so we see in the story that mercy swallows misery. Mercy precedes repentance, and mercy also restores our dignity and our value. Remember, again, the ending of the story, which to me is the key. My son, you are always with me, and all that I have is yours. I wish we can say it together. My son... You are always with me, and all that I have is yours. Every time you feel distant from God, every time you feel you have uh, failed, every time you feel uh, that you're in need of his mercy, say to yourself, my son, you are always with me, and all that I have is yours. So the mercy of God lifts us up, restores us to our dignity, right? Again, Sister Ruth Burrow says, the son is always at home in his father's house. In Jesus, each one of us is always, no matter what we do, a son or a daughter in the home. This is what we must dare to believe and act on accordingly. And this is what both of them missed. They didn't understand what sonship meant. They didn't understand just how valuable and how dignified their position was with their father. The one who, who thought that his sin would only make him like a hired servant was exactly the same as the older one who was living like a hired servant. So, we are all then children of God, and being children, we are heirs, heirs of Christ and heirs of that inheritance that, that belongs to him, 
of the immeasurable good things that God has prepared for those who love him and seek him. His will for us is our, is our happiness. My son, you are always with me, and everything that I have is yours. Remember, the father does not say a word to the son. He is just filled with joy. He's not demanding a confession. He's not demanding a written statement of all his wrongdoings. He just wants to be happy with his son's return. He has no desire to even dwell on the past and to ask him why he did what he did. He just wants to rejoice. As a matter of fact, the father is already immediately thinking of the future. When you sin and you turn to God, he is already thinking of the future. He's not thinking of the past. His immediate concern is to bring the robe, to bring the ring, to bring the sandals, to kill the fatted calf. When you repent, when you turn to God, God does not have the past in his mind, but he has your future. The son doesn't understand the joy of the father, so he still is thinking of the words that he had rehearsed in his mind, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you, and he wants to say to him, I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me as one of your hired servants. But for some reason, the father cuts him off. He doesn't let him continue. Make me as one of your hired servants. Maybe, maybe the father cut him off, or maybe the son realized at that moment when he was embraced by the father that he didn't need to say it anymore. Maybe he understood at that moment how much he was loved and cared for by his father, that it didn't seem appropriate anymore to say, make me as one of your hired servants, right? Now remember, at the end he says, this son of mine was dead and has come to life again. He was lost and has been found, right? These last words, again, he's so excited and eager to call him, my son was dead and is alive again, right? While the older brother, of course, is refusing to call his brother, brother. He says, this son of yours. Right? And so the older brother then represents somebody who lives with God without that spirit, spirit of filial love, that, that love of a, of a child to his father. He had in himself, this older son, something like the hired servant, precisely what, again, the younger son wanted to be. And the, father, the older brother, apparently, that's how he was living his life. He was living his life simply as a hired servant within his father's home. And he thought that he would be valued by all of the things that he did, not because of who he was. He kept the rules. He checked off all of the checklists. And this is exactly the problem of the Pharisees that Jesus is speaking to. The self-righteousness that we try to gain by doing the right things all the time and keeping the right rules. And he doesn't realize, again, my son, you are always with me and all that I have is yours. So it seems like this older son is just a laborer. He doesn't have the joy of sonship. His sense of love and being in the father's home has evaporated. Now he's bitter and resentful, this son of yours, right? Not my brother, but this son of yours. And so he has lost that magnanimous spirit of charity that all of us need to have. Now, what happens to those of us that might say, well, what if we're not living like the prodigal son? What if we haven't gone so far astray? Here I am in my father's home, and I do my best to remain close to him. I think it's very important that we realize that in the lives of the saints, 
that after we have come back to our Father's home, and while we're living in our Father's home, and we have experienced the mercy of our Father, then means that we are become more sensitive to even the slightest, even to the, the slightest disappointment that we cause the heart of our Heavenly Father. Again, one spiritual father said, a specific feature of the path of Christian life is that a person's sensitivity to the demands of his conscience increase to the extent that he progresses on this path. The more we are in our Father's home, the more our conscience should be sensitive. He says, in this sense, we may say that after the prodigal son has returned to his father's home, he does not have to leave his house and go to a distant country like he did in the beginning. A deeply rooted fear of God within the prodigal son is now enough to make him consider even the smallest form of unfaithfulness as an actual departure. So he doesn't need to go and repeat what he did to feel that he has left his father's home. But even close to his father, he comes to feel that even the slightest unfaithfulness is a departure from his father. Therefore, he says, although the prodigal son is physically present and sitting next to his father, he interiorly leaves his father's home through small things, through tiny forms of unfaithfulness, which he experiences more and more dramatically. The prodigal son's pangs of conscience strengthen to the extent that he discovers his father's gentleness and love. The closer the son is to the father, the greater is the possibility of wounding his father's heart. The, the demands of filial love increase constantly. So don't say, because we are here today and we are worshiping and we haven't done like the prodigal son, that we are not prodigals. Because each one of us, the closer we are to the heart of our father, the more we realize how much we wound him even with the smallest acts of unfaithfulness. And we are still just as in need of his mercy. How do we experience this sensitivity? We'll end with this final point. Some of the spiritual fathers, they speak of the soul as kind of this closed room with shutters. Think of your soul as the closed room with shutters. And once you open the shutters, the light comes flooding into the room and it begins to reflect all of the, the imperfections, all of the dirt, all of the grime, all of the broken things in the room. Everything becomes visible once the light shines. And that's how the saints maintain their utmost humility before God as they keep opening the shutters to their soul. They keep letting the light of God come in through the Holy Word of God, through the Holy Sacraments, through examining one's conscience and going to confession. They always are opening their soul to the, sh the shutters of their soul so that the light of God will come in. And as the light comes in, they discover more and more the things that they haven't discovered before. They find all of the cracks, all of the nooks and crannies that are out of place, all of the pictures that are, that are not straight on the wall. Everything that is disorderly in that room begins to appear more and more clear. And it never ends. As long as we are in the flesh, God can continue to reveal to us more and more of what's wrong with us, what's wrong inside of us. And so each one of us then today, we should focus on the mercy of God, but we should also think about how we can dedicate more time to opening ourselves to the light of God so that he may reveal to us the true prodigal son within us, the true elder son within us, and that we might allow his mercy to transform us. And may his glory, may he be glorified now and ever into the ages of ages. Amen. I will just take a few more minutes of your time for Abuna just to explain some important announcements.
and then a couple of them have to be repeated again right before Holy Communion. So just to reiterate, um, the first message from last week, um, which is that anyone with, uh, with flu-type symptoms to just stay home, uh, either you or your kids, and don't necessarily be paranoid when you're here. If someone coughs, maybe they have asthma, so just... Um, and um, as much as possible, avoid hugs and kisses, and you'll notice that even Abun and I, we are... Uh, being careful and showing, having an example of that. Um, for communion, we have, uh, for, we have napkins if you want to use them, or if you have your own um, veil to use for communion. And of course, if, if someone chooses, we, we wash them weekly, but we have napkins instead. The disposable cups to drink uh, water after communion, and as I mentioned last week, please, when you drink from them, don't put your mouth on them. That's not because of, like, uh, sanitation, but that's because the, you just partake of the blood so that the blood is not on it, we throw them in the garbage. Um, uh, and of course, we're, we're making sure to, to disinfect and, and, and keep the, the church clean, so if you can also do the same by coming to the church, washing your hands and so forth, and we, as, we the same. Uh, and no change in the administration of the, of the communion, which I'll speak a little bit about in a little bit. In terms of the, the guidelines, uh, Sayyidna, he, he uh, made an announcement. He said after the declaration of the President of the U.S., Sunday the 15th, which is today, is the National Day of Prayer. And so first and foremost, we need to pray about, uh, about the safety of of our, of, our, of our souls and our bodies and our spirits for us and for all of the people. And to reflect, uh, to, to reflect the priority of the prayer that we, even in Vespers and in Matins, we included the five litanies that we normally say inaudibly, Abun and I, but we, we say them audibly. Uh, the prayer for the, for the Father, the peace of the church, uh, the fathers, the, uh, the, the assemblies, the bishop, um, the place, the salvation of our souls, um, and our plagues and earthquakes and so forth. So, uh, so continue to, to be prayerful. Um, in terms of the services between now and the Holy Resurrection, uh, so over the next three weeks, three, four weeks or so, um, the, all the church services will be limited to Vespers, Matins, and the Eucharistic liturgies. And I want to emphasize why the liturgy is the one service that that uh, will always stay. Uh, Sunday school classes, uh, again, effective immediately, will be um, replaced with Sunday homeschooling. Um, and so the parents, God willing, will receive lessons from the Sunday school teachers, the Sunday school servants, in order to have some guidance to give a lesson um, to their children. There, I know that there's also development for having online uh, classes for the youth, maybe for the, I'm not, we don't know yet exactly what ages, but I know for sure um, high school and above uh, level. Um, so again, no meetings. Bible study, all the services uh, as for now are, are canceled, and then we will uh, kind of assess over the week how we will, um, how, what we will do fo the following week. Maybe we'll have online or streaming um, everything. 
in terms of the, um, the uh, so after the liturgy, we won't have a Gabi meal or any um, uh, social time. Uh, that, so the church kitchen is to be closed. Um, during the liturgy, some practices during the holy kiss, uh, which I know this was a question last week, we can express peace to each other by kind of doing, like putting your hand here and just doing a bow. Uh, so, so no need to fist bump or anything. Um, and the same gesture, of course, will be with uh, um, even among the clergy. Uh, and also, I hope the deacons are also listening, the one, the ser- the one serving inside. So everyone is to, uh, the deacons will be uh, breaking the, the barakah or the blessed bread. And so during communion, Abuna will give the, the, the body here and then the chalice with the blood, the, the precious blood, and then water, and then the, the blessed bread to take, and then everyone can come back to your seats to receive the final blessing, and then, uh, and then exit from the church. No sharing of kissing the gospel or drinking the water or washing the chalice and the paten. So uh, again, the deacons, we will, uh, Abuna, will, when he washes, he will wash with the paten and drink, and the deacons will not drink from the paten, uh, the, the fellow priest will, will drink from the chalice and um, anyone else will drink on the side. Uh, so that's why, you'll, so even when greeting the priest, so after there won't be greeting of the, of the priest, like any kissing or, or hugs. And from now to the end of summer, no outside activities like retreats, conferences, sport activities, spiritual competitions like El Caraza and YSC. Uh, and then from now, between now and the end of 2020, no mission trips. And, uh, of course, we need to uh, be conscious and, uh, and careful with how we interact with each other, especially the elderly and also those who have any compromised uh, um, immune system. So uh, I think that is it. Anything you want to add, Abuna? Okay. God bless you and protect you all. Blessed be the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, the perfect Trinity. We worship Him and glorify Him. In the wisdom of God, let us attend. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy truly. We believe in one God, God the Father, the Pontificator, creator of heaven and earth and of all things seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God begotten of the Father before all ages, light of light, true God of true God, begotten, not created, of one essence of the Father by whom all things were made, who for us men and for our salvation came down from heaven, was incarnate of the Holy Spirit and of the Virgin Mary and became man. And he was crucified for us under Pontius Pilate, suffered and was buried. On third day he rose from the dead according to the scriptures, ascended into heavens, he sits at the right hand of his Father. And he is coming again as glory to judge the living and the dead, whose kingdom shall have no end. Yes, we believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father, who the Father and Son is worshipped and glorified, who spoke by the prophets and in one holy Catholic apostolic church, we confess on baptism for the mission of sins. We, Lord.
And forgive me, remember me in your face. Let us pray, Father blessed. Stand up for prayer. Peace be with all. And with your spirit. Oh God, the great, the eternal, who formed man in incorruption. And death, which entered into the world through the envy of the devil, you have destroyed by the life-giving manifestation of your only begotten Son, our Lord, God, and Savior, Jesus Christ. You have filled the earth with the heavenly peace by which the hosts of angels glorify you, saying, Glory to God in the highest, peace on earth and goodwill toward men. Pray for perfect peace, love, and the Holy Apostolic greeting. According to your goodwill, O God, fill our hearts with your peace. Cleanse us from all blemish, all guile, all hypocrisy, all craftiness, and the remembrance of vice-bearing death. And make us all worthy, O our Master, to greet one another with a holy kiss that without casting us into condemnation we may partake of your immortal and heavenly gift in Christ Jesus our Lord. Greet one another with a holy kiss. Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy. Yea, Lord, who are Jesus Christ, Son of God, hear us and have mercy on us. Offer, offer, offer in order. Stand with trembling. Look towards the east. Let us attend. Sessions of the Theotokose, Mary, O Lord, grant us the forgiveness of our sins. We worship you, O Christ, with your good Father and the Holy Spirit, for you have come and saved us. A mercy of peace. A sacrifice of grace. The Lord be with you all. And with your spirit.
and right, meet and right, truly indeed, it is meet and right. O you that being master, Lord God of the truth, being before the ages and reigning forever, who dwells in the highest and looks upon the lowly, who has created the heaven near the sea and all that is therein, the Father of our Lord God and Savior Jesus Christ, by whom you have created all things visible and invisible, who is seated upon the throne of his glory, and who is worshipped by all the holy powers. You are seated, stand before whom stand the angels, the archangels, the principalities, the authorities, the thrones, the dominions, and the powers. Look towards the east. You are he around whom stand the cherubim full of eyes and the seraphim with six wings praising continuously without ceasing, saying, Let us happen. The cherubim worship you, and the seraphim glorify you, proclaiming and saying, Holy, Holy, Holy Lord of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your holy glory. created us and placed us in the paradise of joy. When we disobeyed your commandment by the deceit of the serpent, we fell from eternal life and were exiled from the paradise of joy. You have not abandoned us to the end, but have always visited us through your holy prophets. And in the last days you manifested yourself to us who were sitting in darkness and the shadow of death through your only begotten Son, our Lord God and Savior Jesus Christ, who of the Holy Spirit and of the Holy Virgin, St. Mary. Amen. 
incarnate and became man and taught us the ways of salvation. He granted us the birth from on high through water and spirit. He made us unto himself an assembled people and sanctified us by your Holy Spirit. He loved his own who were in the world and as a ransom on our behalf gave himself up unto death which reigned over us whereby we were bound and sold on account of our sins. He descended into Hades through the Ascended into the heavens and sat at your right hand, O Father. He has appointed a day for recompense on which he will appear to judge the world in righteousness and give each one according to his deeds. According to your mercy, O Lord. And not according to our sins. He instituted for us this great mystery of Godliness. For being determined to give himself up to death for the life of the world. We he took bread into his holy hands, which are without spot or blemish, blessed and life-giving. We believe that this is true. Father and Master of everyone, and when he had given thanks, Amen. he blessed it. Amen. He sanctified it.
and gave it to his own saintly disciples and holy apostles, saying, Take heed of it, all of you, for this is my body, which is broken for you and for many to be given for the remission of sins. This do in remembrance of me. This is true. Amen. Likewise, also the cup after supper, he mixed it with wine and water. And when he had given thanks, he blessed it, he sanctified it. Again. And gave it also to his own saintly disciples and holy apostles, saying, Take, drink of it, all of you, for this is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for you and for many to be given for the remission of sins. This do in remembrance of, of me. This is also true. Amen. For every time you eat of this bread and drink of this cup, you proclaim my death, confess my resurrection, and remember me till I come. Amen, 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 your death, O Lord, we proclaim your holy resurrection. We 
also commemorate his holy passion, his resurrection from the dead, his ascension into the heavens, is sitting at your right hand. O Father, and his second coming from the heavens, awesome and full of glory, we offer unto you your gifts from what is yours for everything concerning everything and in everything. Worship God in fear and trembling. We praise you, we bless you, we serve you, we worship you. Let us attend. it into his holy body. I believe. Amen. And this cup also the precious blood of his new covenant. Again I believe, amen. Given for the remission of sins and eternal life to those who partake of him. Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy. Make us all worthy, our Master, to partake of your holies unto the purification of our souls, bodies, and spirits, that we may become one body and one spirit and may have a share and inheritance with all the saints who have pleased you since the beginning. Remember, O Lord, the peace of everyone, only holy, Catholic, and apostolic church. This which you have acquired to yourself with the precious blood of your Christ, keep her in peace with all the Orthodox bishops who are in her. For most remember, O Lord, our blessed and honored Father, the Archbishop, our Patriarch, Pope of Atodros II, and his spiritual brethren, the Patriarch of Antioch, Marek Natchez from II, and the Patriarch of Richard Bon Antonius and his partner in the Apostolic Liturgy, our Father, the Metropolitan of Aserapion. And those who rightly handle the word of truth with them, grant them unto your holy church, who shepherd your flock in peace. Remember, O Lord, the Orthodox, Hegelmen's priests and deacons. Lord, have mercy. 
and all the servants and all who are in virginity and the purity of all your faithful people. Remember, O Lord, to have mercy upon us all. Have mercy upon us, O God, the Father, the Pantocrator. Remember, O Lord, the salvation of this your holy place, and every place and every monastery of our Orthodox Fathers. Lord, have mercy. And those who dwell therein, in God's faith, for your peace.
Enter people, oneness of heart, give dignity to the world, good temper to the air, graciously accord, O Lord, to bless the air of heaven, the fruits of the earth, the waters of the rivers, the seas, the herbs, and the plants of the field this year. Lord, have mercy, Lord, have mercy, Lord, have mercy. Praise them to their measure according to your grace. Give joy to the face of the earth. May its fruits be abundantly watered and its fruits be plentiful. Prepared for sowing and harvesting, manage our life as deemed fit. Bless the crown of the year with your goodness for the sake of the poor of your people, the widow, the orphan, the traveler, the stranger, and for the sake of all of us who entreat you and seek your holy name. For the eyes of everyone wait upon you, for you give them their food in due season. Deal with us according to your goodness, O you who give food to all flesh. Fill our hearts with joy and gladness, that we too having sufficiency in everything always may abound in every good deed. Lord, have mercy. Remember, O oh Lord, those who have brought to you these gifts, those on whose behalf they have been brought, and those by whom they have been brought. Give them all the heavenly reward. Pray for these holy, precious gifts, our sacrifices, and those who bring them. Lord, have As this, O Lord, is the command of your only begotten Son, that we share in the commemoration of your saints. Graciously accord, O Lord, to remember all the saints that please you since the beginning. Our holy fathers, the patriarchs, the prophets, the apostles, the preachers, the evangelists, the martyrs, the confessors, and all the spirits of the righteous perfected in the faith. Most of all, the pure, full of glory, ever virgin, holy Theotokos, Truly gave birth. 
to God the Logos, and St. John the Forerunner, Baptist and Martyr, St. Stephen the Archdeacon and Proto-Martyr, the Beholder of God, the Evangelist, Mark the Holy Apostle, and Martyr. The Patriarch, St. Severus, our teacher, Dioscorus, St. Athanasius, the Apostolic, St. Peter, the Holy Martyr, and High Priest. St. John Chrysostom, St. Theodosius, St. Theophilus, St. Demetrius, St. Cyril, St. Basil, St. Gregory the Theologian, St. Gregory the Wonder Worker, St. Gregory the Armenian. The 318 assembled at Nicaea, the 150 at Constantinople, and the 200 at Ephesus. Our righteous Father, the Great of Antony, the righteous of Paul, the three saints of Macari and all their children, the cross bearers. Our father of John the Higoman, our righteous father of Abishoi, the perfect man, the beloved of our good Savior. Our father of Apollo of Tamun, Ezekiel, his disciple, my Lord, the Roman father, Saints Maximus and Domedius, the 49 martyrs, the elders of Shahid, the strong saint of Moses, John Cami, the priest, our father of Daniel, the Hegoman, our father of Isidore, the priest, our father of Abachom of the Kinoni, and Theodore, his disciple. Our father of Ashinuti, the Archimandrite, and of Oisa, his disciple. Our father of Abram, the Bishop of Fayum, and the great Saint of Kirillos the Sixth, and all the choir of your saints, through whose prayers and supplications have mercy on us all and save us for the sake of your holy name, which is called upon us. Those who read, recite the Our holy fathers, the patriarchs who have fallen asleep, O Lord, repose their souls and forgive us our sins. May their holy blessings be with us. So...
repose, O Lord, and everyone whose names we have mentioned and those we have not mentioned, those whom each one of us has in mind and those who are not in mind, who have fallen asleep and repose in the faith of Christ. Graciously, O Lord, repose the souls, the souls of your servants, Mark, Risk, and Blanchard, in the bosom of our holy fathers, Abraham, Isaac and Jacob, sustain them in green pastures beside still waters in the paradise of joy, the place out of which grief, sorrow, and groaning have fled away in the light of your sins. Those, O Lord, whose souls you have taken, repose them in the paradise of joy. In the region of the living forever, in the heavenly Jerusalem, in that place, and we too who are sojourners in this place, keep us in your faith and grant us your peace. Unto the end. As it was and shall be, it is from generation to generation unto the ages of all ages. Amen. in everything, honored and blessed with Jesus Christ, your beloved Son, and the Holy Spirit, peace be with Again, let us 
give thanks to God, the Pantocrator, the Father of our Lord God and Savior, Jesus Christ. For he also has made us worthy now to stand in this holy place, to lift up our hands and to serve his holy name. Let us also ask him to make us worthy of the communion and partaking of his divine and immortal mysteries. Worship your holy body and the precious blood and your precious blood of his Christ the Pantocrator, the Lord our God. Amen, amen. Let us pray. Lord, have mercy. Pantocrator, who sent his only begotten Son into the world. He taught us the law and the commandments written in the Holy Gospel. And he taught us that fasting and prayer cast out demons when he said, This kind cannot come out by anything but by prayer and fasting. Son Kyrie, Son Lord, have mercy. Fasting and prayer are those which raise Elijah to heaven and save Daniel from the lion's den. Fasting and prayer are those which Moses pursued until he received the law and the commandments written with the finger of God. Fasting and prayer are those which the Ninevites pursued. So God had mercy on them and forgave them their sins and lifted his wrath away from them. Son, Son, Lord, have mercy. Fasting and prayer are those which the prophets pursued and prophesied concerning the advent of Christ many generations before his coming. Fasting and prayer 
are those which the apostles pursued. They preached to all nations and made them Christians, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Lord, have mercy. Fasting and prayer are those which the martyrs pursued until they shed their blood for the name of Christ to confess the good confession before Pontius Pilate. Fasting and prayer are those which the righteous and the just and the cross bearers pursued. They dwelt in the mountains, deserts, and holes of the earth because of their great love. Because of their great love for Christ the King. Kyrie eleison, Kyrie eleison, Lord, have mercy. And we too let us fast from all evil and purity and righteousness, and let us proceed forth to this holy sacrifice and partake of it with thanksgiving, so that with a pure heart and enlightened soul and unashamed face, a faith unfeigned, a perfect love and a firm hope, we may there with boldness without fear to pray to God the Holy Father who is in the heavens and say, our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us on temptation, deliver us the evil one. In Christ Jesus our Lord, for our is the kingdom, the power, and glory forever. Amen. In to the Lord before you oh, oh Lord let us attend in the confess that you are truly the Christ, the Son of the living God, who came into the world to save sinners of whom I am chief. Moreover, I believe this is truly your own pure body. This is truly your own precious blood. Wherefore, I pray you, have mercy on me and forgive my transgressions, voluntary and involuntary, in word and in deed, in knowledge and in ignorance, and make me worthy to partake without condemnation of your immaculate mysteries, unto remission of my sins and unto life everlasting. 
of your mystical supper, O Son of God. Receive me today as a communicant, for I will not reveal your mystery to your enemies, nor will I give you a kiss as to Judas. But like the thief do I confess you. Remember me, O Lord, in your kingdom. May the communion of your holy mysteries be unto me, not for judgment nor condemnation, O Lord, but for the healing of soul and body. Amen. Remember, O Lord, our assemblies, bless them. Saved, amen, and with your spirit and the fear of God, let us attend. Amen, Lord have mercy, Lord have mercy, Lord Blessed be the Lord Jesus Christ, the Son of God. The sanctification is by the Holy Spirit. Amen. One is the Holy Father, one is the Holy Son, one is the Holy Spirit. precious true blood of Jesus Christ, the Son of our God, Amen. The holy precious body and the true blood of Jesus Christ, the Son of our God, Amen. The body and the blood of Emmanuel, our God, this is true. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. I believe, I believe, I believe and confess to the last breath that this is the life-giving flesh that your only begotten Son, our Lord God and Savior, Jesus Christ, took from our Lady, the Lady of us all, the Holy Theotokos, St. Mary. He made it one with his divinity without mingling, without confusion, without alteration. He confessed the good confession before Pontius Pilate. He gave it up for us upon the holy wood of the cross of his own will for us all. Truly, I believe that his divinity parted not from his humanity for a single moment or a twinkling of an eye, given for us for salvation, remission of sins, and eternal life to those who partake of him. I believe, I believe, I believe that this is true. Amen. I believe, I believe, I believe that this is true. Amen. Pray for us and for all Christians who said to us concerning them, Remember us in the house of the Lord. The peace and love of Jesus Christ be with you. Let us sing, Alleluia. Pray for the worthy partaking of the Immaculate and Heavenly Holy mysteries, Lord have mercy. Just a reminder for the communion, uh, partake of the body here, and then uh, we'll stand here for the chalice, and then water, and then take the blessed bread, and then you can go back to your seats. I just want to remind everyone that
There's napkins in case you want to use the napkins um, uh, if you choose so. I mean, it's going to be like four feet to take to partake of the blood, but if you want to, please throw away the napkin before you partake of the blood, the blood, so that you don't uh, remove any of the blood that might be on your lips. Um, and just a reminder that we're partaking of the body and the blood of Christ, the, the source of life, not the one that transmits diseases. So please, have uh, when we come, we come with reverence and faith, that when we partake even of the, of the, of the mystere and the blood, the precious blood through the spoon, the spoon that we, that we come um, looking for the source of life. God bless you.
praise Him with strings and organs. Alleluia, Alleluia, Jesus Christ fasted for us. Days and fourteen nights, praise him with pleasant sounding symbols. Alleluia, Alleluia. Jesus Christ fasted for us. Fourteen nights, praise Him with symbols of joy, alleluia, alleluia, Jesus, fasted for us That has breath, praise thy name of the Lord, our God, Jesus Christ fasted for us, for Son and the Holy Spirit, Alleluia. Jesus Christ fasted for us forty days and forty nights, both now and ever, and unto the ages. Of all ages, Alleluia. Jesus Christ fasted for us forty days and forty nights. Alleluia, Alleluia. Glory to you, our God, Jesus Christ fasted for us forty days and forty nights. Alleluia, Alleluia. Glory be to our God, Alleluia, ah, Jesus Christ, the Son of God, hear us and have mercy on us. Ah. Uh-huh.
mercy, who give to the poor and fast and pray. The Holy Spirit will fill their hearts. The Son will show them mercy on judgment day. There was a man who sons working with him in the house they grew after his death all that he had was to be divided between the two the younger son said to his father Give me now my share of what you own. Soon after that he took what he received and went far away to live on his own. He spent his money by living in sin with youth who came to have fun with him. Not long after he lost all he had, the future seemed so gloomy and Blessed are those who have mercy, who give to the poor and Fast and pray, the Holy Spirit will fill their hearts. The Son will show them mercy on judgment day. A famine came throughout the land. His friends left him when the money was gone. He looked for a job to feed himself. For a long time he could not find one. He then got a job on a pig farm and gladly shared of what the swine ate. Sorrow and pain soon filled his heart. He became lonely and sadness filled his heart. He said to himself that this mistake to leave my loving father home. I was living in comfort and peace. Now I am an outcast, the land I roam. Blessed By are those who have mercy, who give to the poor and Fast and pray, the Holy Spirit will fill their hearts. The Son will show them mercy on judgment day. The 
of servants in my father's house have better food than I have to, to eat. I hardly can live on the swine's food in my father's home living was sweet. I wish I could go now back home and tell him in the past we didn't get along. I sinned against you and heaven. I know now that I have done you wrong. Please take me back, I beg of you. I lost everything and have no place to go. Consider me a servant in your home. And son, I don't deserve to be. I know blessed are those who have mercy, who give to the poor and fast and pray the Holy Spirit. Mercy on Judgment Day. When the Son left, the Father was sad, wondering always what was His Son's fate. He was hoping to see Him once again, for long hours he would sit by the gate. The father saw his son from afar, coming home tired and walking slow. He ran and embraced and hugged his boy, and said, come to me, I missed you so. The son then cried, I'm not worthy. I do not deserve in your sight to stand. I sinned against you and heaven. Please take me as a hired hand. Blessed are those who have mercy, who give to the poor and fast and pray. The Holy Spirit will fill their hearts. The Son will show them mercy on judgment. Day. The Father said, you're my flesh and blood, you'll always be to me a son. He ordered for him to get new shoes, a ring for his finger and a robe to put on. The fattened calf we shall eat today, 
Let joy and happiness in this home abound. My son was dead and now is alive. To me he was lost, but now is found. The eldest son with his father was upset and said to him with eyes full of tears, You are unfair to your good son. You gave me nothing throughout the years. Blessed are those who have mercy. Forgive to the poor and fast and pray. The Holy Spirit will fill their heart. The Son will show them mercy on judgment day. Our mouth is filled with gladness, our tongue with rejoicing from our partaking of your immortal mysteries, O Lord, for that which an eye has not seen or ear heard, these are into the heart of man, the things which you, God, have prepared for those who love your holy name. You have revealed to the little children of your holy church, O Father, this is a pleasure before you, for you are merciful, we send up to you glory and honor, O Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, now at all times and unto the ages of all ages. I mean, your servants, O Lord, who are serving you, entreating your holy name, and bowing down their heads to you. Dwell in them, O Lord, walk among them and aid them in every good deed, awaken their heart from every vile earthly thought, and grant them to live and think of that which pertains to living and to understand the things that are yours through your only begotten Son, our Lord God and Savior, Jesus Christ, to whom we and all your people cry out, saying, Mercy upon us, O God, our Savior. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God, I mean, blessed be God, the Father, the Pantocrator, I mean. Blessed be the Holy Spirit, the Paraclete, I mean. O angel, the sacrifice, ascending to the highest with these hymns, remember us before the Lord, that he may grant us the forgiveness of our sins. Let us praise the angels, saying, Glory to God in the highest, peace on earth, and goodwill toward men. Amen, alleluia, glory to the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, both now and ever, and unto the ages of all ages. Amen. We proclaim and say, O our Lord Jesus Christ, who fasted for us forty days and forty nights to save us from our sins. Save us and have mercy on us. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Lord, bless us. Amen. I offer my repentance. Bless me. Forgive me and say the blessing. Amen, so it shall be. The blessing and the majesty now and ever into the ages of all ages. Amen, Lord, make us worthy to pray thankfully, our Father who art in heaven. Hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses. And lead us not in temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. 
In Christ Jesus, our Lord, for thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. And now the love of God the Father, the grace of his only begotten Son, our Lord God and Savior Jesus Christ, the communion gift of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Go in peace. The peace of the Lord be with you. There is no reason to come up to the front to greet uh, Abuna, but we can put the baraka in the back of the church. Uh, do you want uh, Archie to hand out more baraka, or do you want each? Because we don't want everybody's hand in the basket. So he'll put a glove on and give more baraka. Okay, so Archie will be in the back, and if anybody wants more baraka, you can take from him on the way out. And I just want to mention, I know we spoke a lot already. I don't want to take up more of your time, but please be sensitive to the feelings of others. There's a lot of people who have a lot of um, emotions in what's happening on both ends of the spectrum. There are some who think we're not doing enough, and there are some who think we're doing too much, and we should just be sensitive to how everybody feels, and the church has to be a good example of of course, faithfulness to Christ, our God, first and foremost, but also to the government and to the authorities and to the professionals who tell us what's best for our people. So let's avoid any social interaction. We'll go home and um, we'll communicate with you by email, by telephone, and hopefully within a week or two we have a better idea of exactly what's happening with the situation and we can make adjustments. But for now, let's be sensitive. Uh, there are people already who are critical of the church for even... Uh, allowing people to come on Sunday, and so we want to be sensitive uh, that, the church, that those people don't feel that the church is not caring about people outside of the church that we might be carrying uh, the virus to. So again, we'll just be as sensitive as we can to everybody's feelings these days and do the best that we can to accommodate all of the needs and all of the things within reason. Within reason. So go in peace, the peace of the Lord be with you, and may God protect all of you and all your loved ones.